0: My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. How wonderful and strange that Christianity is not a set of ideas, Robert Barron writes. It's not a philosophy or an ideology. It's a relationship with someone who has a voice. It's a relationship with someone who has a voice. One of the many things that makes the Gospel of John stand out is a series of I am statements Jesus makes about himself. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. I am the light of the world. I am the gate. I am the true vine. I am the way, the truth, and the life. In the 10th chapter of this Gospel, the one we read today, jesus makes another of these i am statements i am the good shepherd he says and throughout the rest of the chapter jesus elaborates on this image no doubt you've encountered thieves people who walk around the gate and jump the fence to where the sheep are kept but this is not the way it's not the story that god desires for any of us no one like the thieves The good shepherd walks right up to the gate, and when he gets there, he calls each of his sheep by name and leads them out. And when the good shepherd gets all the sheep out, they follow him. And the reason why, why they follow him, is that the sheep know the shepherd. They know his voice. They know the sound of it. It's familiar to them. It's a beautiful picture for sure, a flock of sheep, each with a name that is known, following one by one towards a voice that is known, in the tender care of a good and loving shepherd. It's a beautiful picture, but perhaps one that leaves questions when set against the reality of what it means to follow in the context, in the rough and tumble of everyday life. Or as one of my favorite hymns puts it, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. If you were to take the nine or so verses appointed for today and set them apart from the larger narrative, you might wonder what this passage has to say about a lack of belief and what that means for a lack of belonging. But what is named in the text that surrounds these verses is an important disclosure that cannot be missed. What separates a Good Shepherd from the Good Shepherd is that the Good Shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Or to put it another way, what separates a Good Shepherd from the Good Shepherd is an act of self-emptying, self-sacrificial love on behalf of the whole world. It's an unmerited, unearnable grace that both binds us to God And at the same time, sets every heart free, deeply believing or otherwise. On Good Shepherd Sunday, which we celebrate every year during Eastertide, which we celebrate today, we get to be reminded of what it means to be tended by God, both in the heights and in the depths. In the words of the 23rd Psalm, the psalm that began our worship this evening, the psalmist speaks of a shepherd whose presence abides both beside the still waters and through the valley of the shadow. Though we might wish for something different, God does not promise that there won't be seasons in that valley and there won't be difficult days. Instead, instead what we are promised, what we are assured, is that through it all, through every challenge, every doubt or trial of faith, that we will never, ever be left to journey the changes and chances of this one life alone. What we are promised is that God's unfailing presence abides because Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, walks beside us in all seasons, at all occasions, in the midst of great gladness, and in the wake of all manner of sorrow. Yes, Christianity, this way of Jesus, is a relationship. And it's a relationship with someone who has a voice. And I promise you, it's a voice that you know, because it's been with you all along. It's been there through every valley and still place. And it never tires of telling you how deeply, deeply you are loved. Amen.